In today's show, we've got news about Disney Vacation Club point information. Oh, God. Uh, Disney songbook on Disney Plus meetups, contests, and headline news all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So glad that you were here. Uh, we're excited that uh, uh, that you have joined us tonight. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, uh, and really, who's really doing a lot on Monday nights these days. Come find us. Join us, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, which is a uh, Dusty Roads thing, uh, over at Disney Parks Podcast on Facebook. So that's facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. And you can join us. You can hang out in the chat with all of our other Disney friends. Uh, and then you can hear the show before it comes out this week. That's one of the things that we do. So we do the live show. But you get to see the recording warts and all. So go ye therefore uh i also talk about our amazing sponsors and god love these guys i mean girl uh it doesn't matter if you're planning a vacation or a romantic getaway if you want to plan a cruise a destination wedding or a destination trip of any sort uh you need to talk to our friends at destinations to travel and let them help guide you in making the most awesome vacation plans possible yes we're all quarantined Yes, there's no way around the coronavirus, but that can't keep you from planning an amazing vacation. And look, if you are jonesing for Disney, what better way to uh, to get a little bit of a Disney fix than to plan your next Disney vacation? And then have Disney cancel and have you do it all over again. There you go. What fun (laughs) we're having. Uh, And then the other thing is uh, I always tell that story about being stuck at three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and uh, needing some help. And and thank God I had a travel agent that was there helping me. It's always better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. And they don't cost you a dime. So why you? Uh, Plus, we want to let you know about the amazing adventure that they're still planning on doing in August, August 2nd through the 7th of 2020. <laughs> it's going to be happening in Southern California, Disneyland, Disney California Adventure Park, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Archives, and Walt Disney Imagineering. You can join Dest- uh, Destinations to Travel going on an adventure by Disney to experience Southern California. You're going to also have the opportunity to meet Disney legends Bob Gurr and Garner Holt. If you don't know who those guys are, Google them. Do yourself a favor. You call yourself a Disney fan. You're going to be able to have dinner with them and some other luminaries at Steakhouse 55 at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa. Unless something changes, that's the plan. Uh, you can go check that out. How do you get in touch with them? Great question. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's Disney Parks Podcast, the letter D, the number two, travel. They are our travel, preferred travel providers, and uh, we're glad that we are part of the Destinations to Travel family. Okay. Uh, so before we get into the show, did everybody watch Tony's drive down Walt Disney World yesterday? <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. Good Lord have mercy. It's I a did. Ghost. I watched it. It was an hour. Tumbleweed. 
there's a lot of people in the uh, chat that uh, I see that were on the drive with me. So were were there construction? Was construction still happening or no? No, there's a couple of like side road construction projects that were going on, but nothing, uh, nothing big like stuff in Tron dead. You know, I mean, most of the buildings skinned, but nothing else was going on. Um, and then you know, it couldn't seem to Epcot. Unfortunately, this is right. nothing going on there. But, Fair uh, enough. I highly doubt it. You know, I've heard no. So. Wow, yeah. that's just crazy. Yeah. It's a very strange thing. You've driven around, right? Uh, yeah, a couple times, yeah. but early on, not. Oh. I've done it lately. It's yeah. been um, breaking. I don't want to do it. I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. You know. Yeah. It is. Uh, I don't want to have that memory in my head. But um, well, I'll probably we'll probably wind up doing it here shortly. Yeah. Did you have any? Uh, <laughs> you know what we should do? We should uh, we should go live and drive around in tandem and talk on the phone it's, or, or talk on like that. I don't know. If it's, I don't know how we should do that. Maybe walkie-talkie. <laughs> or we should do like a tandem talk. This way we'll keep six feet apart. <laughs> oh, well, if you're really worried about that. Uh, or we could just ride. I was going to say, or we could just ride together and then like, I forgot. Oh, yeah, we're in quarantine. <laughs> um. So uh, if you are looking for something to help uh, take some, you know, something to do Uh, this is a great time to get into the uh, disney patreon group uh if you're looking for some extra entertainment some extra fun you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash disney parks podcast you can sign up to be a patron at five dollar level you get two extra shows a week it's totally worth it at ten dollar level you get another show and that show is all about disney plus we're going to talk about disney plus here in just a second so go check that out patreon.com slash disney parks podcast anything else you want to add all right kids then there's nothing else we can do but get into the news and now disney parks podcast news If you missed the live presentation, kids, Disney's got you a solid because you can now watch the encore, encore, uh, and relive the Disney family sing along. Now available on Disney Plus, uh, the Disney family sing along uh, on the Disney Plus streaming service, hosted by Ryan Seacrest himself. You can join in the fun as you sing along to the Disney songs. It will help you feel like you've magically been transported into the Disney parks via Skype. Uh, you you can sing uh, Dream is Wish Your Heart Makes with uh, Demi Lovato and, and Michael Bublé, uh, Full of Sugar from Little Big Town, which I thought that was probably one of the better performances. Uh, be our guest, uh, Derek Howe and our Huff. Julianne Howe, I can never say his name, uh, Haley Herbert with a special appearance by Julianne Huff. How? How? I guess I never say her name. Uh, can you feel the Christina Aguilera of it all? Uh, Colors of the Wind from Tori Kelly, which I thought was was okay. Uh, do you want to build a snowman, friend like me, which is probably the uh, best one because it's it's James Monroe Inglehart, right. who is one of the Broadway originators of the genie. Yeah. And Broadway Company of Disney's Aladdin. Uh, Luke Evans and Josh Gad and Alan Menken are doing Gaston. Uh, Alil, uh, 
Ali'i Cavallo is doing How Far I'll Go, which I was really kind of disappointed in that, actually, to be honest yeah. with you. I was kind of hoping she would sing something different. Uh, I get and it. I don't that, think she was uh, actually singing it. I think they were still using the track. There was a few that were kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I'll make a man out of you featuring Donny Osmond, who was the voice of. But it got weird because, of course, he's an Osmond. He's got to have all his kids. Mm. Uh, it's a small world. Let it go. Bare necessities. Under the sea. And you've got a friend of me. All. And so much more. Uh, an animated character will be your guide as you sing along with the well-known melodies from Disney stories. The broadcast will also feature special messages to our friends at Walt Disney Television, sharing information about the United States' largest domestic hunger relief organization, Feeding America, and how you can support those amazing folks during this time. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah, I, it's fun. We did a live thing that night. Yeah, I watched it uh, Sunday. I was putting the show notes together. It, it was chaotic, but we did a live show. Yeah, uh, you know, I see his lips moving, but all I hear is <laughs> not a big Ryan Seacrest fan. Sorry. All right. Uh, for our DVC friends out there, we know that you're a little anxious about, you know, points, points expiring. How am I going to use them? Uh, so, uh, the president, uh, vice, DVC senior vice president, uh, Terry Schultz put out a message. You probably go see it on the portal. I had some of the message here. I cut some of it down. Uh, but I think it's important because, you know, you are paying still monthly fees, I believe, uh, and you, you know, paid and now you can't use. So, uh, you're probably uh, a little concerned. Uh, mm. So this is what uh, the memo says. So the dear the Disney Cases Club member, uh, we know that some members had reservations for Disney Cases Club resort stays during the closure period uh, using points that were set to expire. 2019 use year points for April and June are set to expire in 2020, and that uh, they were used for these reservations will be extended for one year from the current expiration date. Mm. Uh, the 2018 use year points for April and June that were banked into 2019 and used for these reservations will be extended for six months from their current expiration date. Uh, please note that these temporary policies only include expiring points that were used to book stays between March 12th and what happens to ever be the end of the closure period. Uh, that involved a reservation canceled after February 29th. Uh, in addition, to better support member availability, because the vacation club will not extend the life of your expiring developer point. Uh, in the light of this, uh, to help uh, the resort availability in the coming year, beginning day, which was a couple days ago, uh, members who want to borrow points to complete a reservation will temporarily only be able to borrow up to 50% of their future use year points per contract as permitted by your home rules and regulations. Uh, doing this uh, will help manage inventory and accommodate uh, more members who want to uh, schedule their vacations once the resort opens. The problem is there are not there are not enough days left in the year if everybody were to execute their points. <laughs> That's the problem they're running into right now. 
uh, points already uh, borrowed for stays outside the closure period will be honored, uh, even if they are above the 50% threshold. Mm. Uh, we will continue to monitor our inventory and reevaluate uh, with the goal of returning to our standard policy as soon as appropriate and possible. I think the longer this goes, the harder this is going to be for DVC, unfortunately. So I think they're really looking for a silver bullet to end this all. Um, finally, some members had questions about uh, the closure is affecting their association annual dues. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, while lower, lowering the operating costs of uh, anticipated for each condominium association because of the closure, there are many unknowns ahead of these doors to return to operations, like cleaning every surface in the building. <laughs> uh, our commitment, or business commitment, uh, to guests and cash safety remains a top priority, and changes may be implemented in the way we operate, which may add some new costs. Given the unique circumstances of the situation, the proposal is to issue credit to members in mid-December as part of the distribution of the annual uh, dues statements for 2021 if their association has an operating surplus. I look at it. As opposed to the rolling of all surplus into reserves, these changes should provide helpful support to the entire membership of uh, uh, <clears throat> the membership as our team works towards Disney Magic, doing the beloved gifts as uh, they will continue to evaluate the situation, making changes to policies uh, as of semester. We should be more updated. Please go to Disney Vacation Club. Um, I'm uh, thinking that we should have uh, Tim Kronitsky on from BBC News help figure all this out. That's what you're going to say. Next time you read a full page of that, can we have a lawyer on or someone that can explain <laughs> what the hell you're talking about? I have no friggin' clue what you're talking about, man. I'm like, I'm trying to hang on. And yeah. I'm like, what the heck is all that? If you're a DVC member, you'd be pinned to this, uh, this I'm, <laughs> I am not knocking your story, brother. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. It's very complicated. You know, borrowing points, using points, the dues, not dues. You know. I'm just mad that you got to the end of the story and there wasn't ice cream. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> I saw I heard a couple different scenarios that could possibly happen. One is. Uh, they extend your contract by however many months or days or whatever. So if they're shut for four months, they would add four months to the end of your contract if you'd be able to, you know, use the points in a more liberal way. The other thing I was hearing is that uh, there are not enough DVC rooms and DVC room days left to cover everybody. Uh, so there may be an option of, hey, uh, rather than taking a regular DVC room, can we give you a regular hotel room in either your home resort if it has that or some other, uh, you know, resort? You know, so I was saying in Bay Lake, can we give you a room at the Contemporary? Mm. That may work because, uh, you know, fine, if you have like a family of four or whatever, you can still get into a hotel room. But if you have a larger extended family where you are, you know, doing a two-bedroom, well, then they're going to have to give you two rooms to fit all your people's. And then right. you're losing the benefit of the kitchen, you know, which may be a big thing for some families. So, like I said, I think they have to try and figure it all out, and it'll be interesting how it all, uh, you know, works out in the end. I think that, you know, from from an outsider looking in, it's like, well, it'd be just easy. Just we'll tack on this this number of 
you know, but you signed a contract right. for years. Yeah, 40 years, typically. 40 years. And I think that's the new other. You know, you just, yeah, they've got to deal with some legal stuff before they can just say, yeah, we're just going to give you four months. Yeah. But, well, yeah, because like there are a lot of governing bodies over this transaction, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a whole new world. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right like i mentioned before uh i want to encourage you guys if you're looking for something to do go to patreon.com forward slash Disney parks podcast we just got done doing one two three shows one live so if you're not doing anything on monday nights and you're like man i wish there was something else i could do at 7 p.m we do another live show just for our patrons uh so you're getting to see the the show that we do that we release on wednesdays they get to see the show that we release uh typically wednesday mm-hmm. sorry it's the best i could do uh we have a new page uh, patreon show focusing only on disney plus uh, but that's at the ten dollar level but at the five dollar level man i mean you're coming in and getting two new shows plus uh we put some other stuff up there from time to time it's uh we try to make it as fun and enjoyable as you can if you're looking for something to do looking for some new entertainment venues it's there and it's not that expensive uh we've also added a new three dollar level if you don't like listening to the ads for these shows there's a sneeze coming i just know it and we have a special $35 level, which gets you not only all three podcasts a week, not all the benefits up to that level. Plus, you get a Disney by the numbers T-shirt club each and every month. So check that out. What's the website, Tony? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Disney Park Podcast. Right up there in the ticker. All righty. Thank you, buddy. All right, hey, we have a, a trivia contest going on. Uh, you've got to get in soon uh, in case this ends. <laughs> and the contest is guessing what day Disney World and Disneyland will open. Uh, you can go to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you get two uh, guesses, one for each. Uh, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Disney Park Podcast. You can right to the top there. And I believe it's on our um, webpage as well, but it's probably now very down a little bit lower. Your best thing is go to Facebook.com forward slash podcast. Uh guess when Disney World's gonna open, guess when Disneyland's gonna open, and then we have some other, you know, fun questions about resorts and things like that. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. All right, hey John, last week we had a trivia question it was hmm? what year did Pleasure Island open? And I think I said 1837, so I'm going to now say 1946. <laughs> oh, you're so close. If you just doubled up. It's Dang it. 1989. Ooh, the year I graduated. Oh, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I kind of like Pleasure Island. I like the original version of Pleasure Island. My greatest, my greatest regret. Well, I have a couple when it comes to Disney, but one of my greatest regrets is never being able to go to the uh, actual Adventures uh, Club. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> the winner is Nicholas, and as we like to say, Nicholas is uh, in the mail. It's literally yeah. in the mail. Uh, all right, this week's trivia question. You ready? I don't know if yeah. any, a lot of people ever wrote this, but. In what year did the Fort Wilderness Railroad stop hmm. operating? 
did anybody know there was a train that ran around Fort Belmont? <laughs> sounded something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I still see the tracks there. Mm-hmm. Certain places you can still see the tracks. God bless America. We have a winner. Do we just get this? Do we get money? That's what happens whenever I watch Twitch streams. Uh, so if you know the correct answer, send that to uh, Disney Fox Podcast at email. I like to know why the train stopped one. Oh, I think that uh, didn't uh, our buddy um, Jim Corcus in that? Yeah, he might have. Funds. Trains were breaking and they didn't have the money to fix. Yeah, probably. It's always the only thing that, yeah. Uh, Moving forward, Disneyland Paris protects the magic of nature through environmental and biodiversity efforts. (laughs) Say that one time fast. Disneyland Paris is dedicating Earth Month uh, to nature and the environment, all with a touch of magic that everyone can discover from home because we're locked in. Guests can learn more about the resort's commitments as a sustainable and responsible member of the community. Find out how. uh, Find out about how the magic keepers. That's kind of nice. On the horticulture team, we're maintaining the magic at Disneyland Paris. Enjoy some fun themed activities to participate in special broadcasts of nature inspired Disney shows by uh, tuning into the Disneyland Paris Facebook page to enjoy all the magic. Hopefully, they're not all in French. Uh, throughout April, Disneyland Paris has shared updates uh, on its continued commitment to environmental stewardship, which includes three key priorities to be an innovative and sustainable tourism destination, reducing environmental impact, enriching biodiversity, and inspiring guests and cast members to take action for the environment. Uh, this month, Disneyland Paris also took time to recognize some of the magic keepers who continue to maintain the magic at the parks, even through the ex, uh, ex, uh, ex, uh, this exceptional period. Man, I can't read. Uh, this includes a small group of cast members from the nature and environment team who are taking care of Disneyland Paris's green spaces by tending to the thousands of flowers, shrubs, and trees that bring Disneyland Paris to life. Through the through the years, the uh, horticulture team name that artist in the chat room. Uh, the horticulture team, consisting of gardeners and arboriculturalists, arboriculturalists carry out innovative and sustainable initiatives to encourage biodiversity through Disneyland Paris. With more than four hundred hectares of green spaces maintained in. Uh, uh, maintain to preserve the local heritage and ensure that the magic of the nature continues at the resort. How big is a hectare? I think it's close to an acre. I think that's their acre coverage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it as big as a parsec? Anyway, finally, Disneyland Paris's environment team. I think part- a parsec is not space, but time. It's time. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, with the startup uh, Wakatoon last spring to launch an interactive coloring game for guests that combines play and creativity with an environmentally friendly message. 
today or whenever this came out, Disney uh, is expected to bring an at-home digital version to the game. Families can color drawings of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, which can then be uploaded to the Wakatune app to see the images come to life and reveal educational messages on how selective sorting works. Yay. Here, honey. Color this picture of Minnie Mouse. Why, mommy? Because we're going to learn how selective works. <laughs> WTF? Anyway, uh, be sure to visit DisneylandParis-news.com to learn about the incredible work Disney Paris, Disneyland Paris continues to do to protect hashtag Disney magic of nature. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, who was... Uh, uh, Oh, that guy, I sat next to him at the goofy breakfast that was there. Remember he came on the podcast, he was talking about the stuff they were doing to parents? Yes, I can. Anyway, we should probably contact him about some of the stuff that's been going on there. You should. Yeah. Okay, hey, a uh, helicopter pilot uh, shared some flights over uh, closed Disneyland. Uh, helicopter pilot Micah Muzo uh, was able to get permission for a quick flyover of Disneyland uh, Park recently and scared of what it looks like during its current closure. Uh, he flew over much of the Orange County area, including uh, Angel Stadium, uh, before crossing over into Disney Park. Entering from the east near Smallland, uh, then crossing uh, diagonally to Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Uh, go to YouTube and look for Micah, M-I-C-A-H-A-E-Y <laughs> M-U-Z-I-O <laughs> So what's his name again? I interrupted you. M-I-C-A-H Micah Muzo M-U-Z-I-O uh, And he's got uh, the entire footage up there up on his uh, YouTube channel. Did, did it go a little something like this? Wow, there's uh, not a lot going on. <laughs> Flying over uh, Star Wars galaxies and there's just no one there. Are you in the Les Nessman helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm to start dropping turkeys. <laughs> that would be probably better, but well, no, I can do that right there. Yep, there is. Flying over uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge now. Oh, wait, wait, is that somebody? Oh, that's just some rogue idiot who climbed over the berm. Oh, here comes the cops. Ellie. Don't have to worry about him anymore. All right. That was the best episode of WKRP insistently ever. Yeah. yeah. God help me. Why For did you I youngins, go uh, Google that. Yeah, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Next up uh, is uh, a trip through research and development in Disney's Imagineering series, part Quattro. Uh, this week, the virtual tour of Walt Disney Imagineering heads through the research and development lab where they create next generation of Disney experiences. You can join Imagineer Mike Honick as he takes a walk through the R&D lobby and talks about what they do. Um, bow. Yeah. YouTuber under Disney Parks. Watch the other three if you missed them. Check those out. So, a trip through research and development. Check that out. Yeah, they're on the blog, but if you just go to uh, YouTube under the Disney Parks uh, wow. channel, yeah. you can find them all there. That yeah. makes sense. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think they may even have them in a the playlist now, too. 
Three. They're a little short. You know, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Disney must have some kind of cap on data stores or something. <laughs> uh, you keep everything stored. I think so. Let's go buy a server farm. Well, it's Google, man. That's where that's where it's stored. Yeah. That's, that's on Google. Maybe I got it back to home. All right. Anyway, uh, I just thought this was an interesting uh, story uh, that a woman, I believe it's a woman, uh, a lawsuit claims that a guest was injured on Frozen Ever After at Epcot. Now, obviously, this happened before the closing. A 27-year-old Illinois woman is suing Disney, claiming that she was injured on Frozen Ever After attraction at Epcot during a January trip uh, to Walt Disney World. I'm not going to say who her name is because I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has spina bifida uh, and uses a wheelchair was visiting Epcot uh, with her family six weeks after brain surgery. Oh. Her doctor gave her approval for the trip, but cautioned her to avoid any intense attractions. Mm, like every attraction, almost. Except for it's a small world. Correct. <laughs> and even the banging of the boat could be dangerous. That That is also accurate. Peter's mother, uh, some other woman, said that the cast member at Frozen Ever After uh, assured the family that the attraction was gentle and only had a small dip. Whoopsie. The lawsuit claims, however, that Peters experienced a violent backlash uh, during the drop at the end of the attraction. According to this woman, uh, Peters hit her head on her seat, and it rattled her brain a little bit. Following the ride, sellers that her daughter's daughter's speech was slurred. Uh, She wasn't thinking clearly and uh, complained of neck pain, and an MRI was scheduled. Uh, This person is suing Orange County Circuit Court for damages of more than $30,000 claiming that the cast members weren't properly trained uh, and that warnings didn't properly inform the family. In a statement, Disney said that they will respond to the allegations in court. Now, here's my only comment. If you're six post office brain surgery, the first thing you're doing going to Disney World and riding rides? And riding rides? That's that's real not smarto. I can understand going with your family, but I probably wouldn't get on anything. I'm just, that's just me. I'm not putting blame on this woman, but I, I just I wouldn't get on anything. Dude, it was it was six months after I had my injury where just the left side of my body was bruised before I could actually ride a ride because it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I could just imagine that court scene. Disney lawyers come up and says, "Your Honor, I like to, uh, I like to present uh, some photos here. Uh, this sign that says you shouldn't ride if you have back or neck problems. This this sign says you shouldn't ride if you have neck problems. This sign, 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 these signs." 
that is going to be uh, the way that's going to play out. And yet you still got on the ride. That's on you, Batman. $30,000 is a very specific number, too, by the way. Uh, probably the closest to the money. I'm surprised it's not $130 million. That's the thing, man. I mean, if you were going to sue Disney, you Go sue for the Disney. brass ring. Yeah. <laughs> sue Disney. If you're going to sue them, sue big. But there, there's probably a. Because uh, 30 is going to be knocked down to three. Yeah, but there's probably a limit on how much she can sue. Well, there's uh, probably damages, pain and suffering, medical expenses, lawyer fees, court parts. Yeah, but there's a certain there's only a certain amount of money that can probably depending on how depending on what courtroom court she's mm, in. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean if you're gonna sue Disney, I mean go for the brass ring, like you said. Yeah. Just, just be the one, Wyatt. Yeah. And stay off rides after six weeks after surgery. Six weeks after brain surgery. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I would want to get near Disney Water just because of the, the in the in the you know six weeks after incisions. Yeah. <laughs> but what do I know? I'm just a dude. Apparently, talks- the surgery was not to put a brain in. No comment. <laughs> uh, moving forward, Walt Disney World and Universal leaders uh, named to reopen Florida tax force task force. <sighs> going to be hard to get through this one. Florida Governor Rick DeSantis has virtually gathered 22 state leaders and business people, including Disney and Universal executives, to discuss how to best aid economic recovery in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. Members of the – and I'm quoting here mm-hmm. – the Reopen Florida Task Force Executive Committee – which met with the governor via conference call include Josh DeMauro, president of Walt Disney World, excuse me, hiccups, John Spruels, CEO of Universal Orlando Resort, executive vice president of Universal Parks and Re- uh, Resorts, I said rec, uh, Patrick Sunderland, vice president of global supply chain for Lockheed Martin Corps, uh, Jamal Sowell, who is the president and CEO of Enterprise Florida, mm-hmm. Todd Jones, CEO and president of Public Supermarkets. Notice who wasn't on that list. Notice the common thread of all these people. <laughs> yeah, but but wouldn't wouldn't you think Mears and the airport might have something to say about this? They may be on the local, the Orange County task force. This is the uh, governor's task force. So this is the state level. And then, uh, like Orange County, we, we have one which I think has the airport guy on it. But who's not on the... Uh, I would have thought that Merlin Entertainment, you know, Legoland and uh, SeaWorld. SeaWorld? I, yeah. <laughs> Do people really go there? No. To SeaWorld? <laughs> I've heard rumors. That's <laughs> nah, horrible. I mean, after all, the fish are killing people. Do, do we need to have them on the board? <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, all people with vested interest of getting Florida back open. Yeah. Yeah, they are They are definitely uh, motivated, yes. to use the word. Yes. <laughs> Very motivated. Financially motivated by bonus. <laughs> So, uh, how soon do you guys think we could be up and running? Uh, how's this afternoon sound, Governor? Does that sound good for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
We got 43 cast members that we can take off the unemployment list if you want. We got 43 people who could man the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Might be a little slow, but uh, we'll get people on rides, sir. If you say open, I bet they'll be there. <laughs> we can put some food trucks in. Services. Yeah. <laughs> Go get yourself. Yeah. Uh, we can services. make it BYOS for your own food. That's right. Clean up after yourself. Yeah. Everybody gets there with squeegee and a roll of paper towel. Right. <laughs> uh, so. oh, All right. This is my favorite story last week. It's the best story on the planet yeah. right here. Uh, a man was arrested for breaking into Disney California Adventure after it was closed. Obviously. See? Whoopsie. Maybe he didn't know. <laughs> Maybe nobody told him. I've got fast passes, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so according to uh, ABC7 News in Los Angeles, California, uh, Jeremiah Smith, and I don't mind using this knucklehead's name, uh, an 18-year-old transient resident, transient resident of the Anaheim area uh, was arrested over the weekend after breaking into Disney California Adventure. Smith, according to the Anaheim Police Department, was seen scaling a gate in the back lot portion of California Adventure. Why is it called uh, police found him around uh, 11 p.m. near Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. <laughs> so he was trying to break in, not out. Gonna ride, if you're going to ride a ride, make it a thrill ride. He's going to press the button. I've got to get that button. Freaking. Pressing on button for six months. You have to press the button to get off. You can ride that ride for the rest of your life and puke all your life away. <laughs> Police believe that Smith may have wanted to steal items from the construction site of Adventure Campus uh, near the Guardian attraction. After Smith was arrested, he was decided for trespassing, and then we let him go. So he could go try it again. Yeah, I'm going to get one of those robotic Spider-Man. Those things weigh 800 pounds. Uh, maybe I won't get one of those robotic Spider-Man. Got a Harry Potter dragon. That's right. Uh, uh, See, but here's the sad part about this story. Mm. Now, on the other side of Anaheim, their homeless community is yeah. ridiculously huge. Yeah. And I'm shocked that there's not more stories like this, that people yeah. aren't breaking into Disney thinking I can stay at Disney because nobody's there and there's food. Right. Yeah. You know, because it's Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know. Um, I, I am surprised that hasn't happened here. I mean, our area is a lot harder to... I mean, it's huge. Huge. Yeah. Plenty of, trust me. You all have been on my video looking. There are plenty of places to hop a fence. <laughs> now that there's less people. I, I heard, uh, I heard. This and I'm not life. condoning or, uh, no, telling no, you to. No, I'm just saying. No. Uh, I heard that somebody was arrested and I was like, Adam, did you get busted again? <laughs> Dude, didn't you learn? I yeah, was thinking to myself, it wasn't me. I was here. <laughs> Nobody saw me. I wasn't there. You can't prove anything. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. <laughs> so Adventures by Disney announces new destinations for 2021 plus an early booking offer. Kids, yeah. if you are missing Disney, Disney will create the opportunity for you to spend your money in the future. Right. And this is uh, a scaled down list. I would tell you to go uh, to yeah. Adventures by Disney site and check it out or call our friends at 
uh, destinations to travel and everything else like that. Yeah, I would call them first because they'll probably be able to tell you the most up-to-date information. So Adventures by Disney has released some new destinations for 2021 and also has reimagined itineraries and some of their classic adventures. Plus, they've announced a new early booking discount. Um some of the information is thus advanced booking dates uh, April 20th uh, guests whose departures were canceled due to COVID-19. So hopefully you got on that last week, May 12th adventure insiders, previous ABD guests. So that would be me because I've been on one as you have as well. Mm-hmm. And then May 19th is general booking. So travel can be booked through August 31st of 2020 for travel, February 8th of 2021 to March 30th of 2022. The new itinerary in 2021 takes guests from Grand Europe, England, France, and Italy, uh, visits to iconic and historic sites in London, Paris, Florence, and Rome. Uh, itinerary highlights include several exclusive and unique experiences, like a high-speed boat ride on the River Thames, uh, the private viewing of the Royal Crown Jewels, uh, <laughs> no jokes, wine tasting at Le Bon Franquet, Franquette, Franquite, can't speak French, Uh, dinner at the Eiffel Tower, a walking tour of Florence, and a private visit to the Vatican Museums and Sistine Chapel. I've been to the Sistine Chapel a hundred times. Spaceship Earth. Uh, Adventures by Disney is also reimagining some of their classic itineraries in 2021 with new destinations and activities on the Australian adventure. Uh, travelers will see the Grand Barrier Reef, tropical rainforests, and more with stops in Carnes, at Melbourne, and Sydney. The Central Europe itinerary includes experiencing the sights and sounds of Europe, visiting storybook villages, and exploring Krakow, Prague, and Vienna. That'd be kind of cool. Guests could also travel to Quito, the Amazon Basin, the Galapagos Islands, and the (laughs) Quayaquil in Ecuador, and Amazon and Galapagos itinerary. That's kind of cool. You could save up to $750 per person on select vacation departures when you book by August 31st of 2020. Save $750 per person on the select departures and start dates February 8th. I'm not going to read all this. We'll just put this out on the website. It's just a lot. As a reminder, any new bookings made on future trips through the end of June 2020 will be subject to fully refundable deposits up until the final payment date. That's nice. I think they lowered the price on some of these. Yeah. some early bookings. (laughs) Well, there's certain places that I would not want to go. Mm. You know? Wuhan, China? Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to China right now. Hey, our Disneyland uh, friends, apparently they posted uh, outside of the new BBC Tower construction site at Disneyland. They now on the demolition plan. It's like a big banner they tag to the fence mm-hmm. uh, uh, for this constructor. So a new permit has been posted outside of the construction site for the new uh, Disneyfication Club Tower at Disneyland. As you might remember that we talked about a new 12-story uh, tower uh, near the Disneyland Hotel that will contain 350 DVC rooms, 
uh, a Mickey shaped spa, uh, an actual pool bar, and multiple level, multiple level grand villas and balconies that overlook uh, the Disneyland uh, property. I like multi level. A two story open air ground floor would allow guests to walk through the building. Uh, multicolored panels would stretch uh, the height of the Disney Vacation Book Tower uh, mm-hmm. on the end of the building with multi level grand villas. A practice clean pattern would wrap around and the other end of the um, mostly glass building. Balconies would also offer views for rooms at both ends of the building. Uh, so shifting the attention back to the uh, post permit, it outlines the first step of the de- demolition that needs to take place to make way for the new tower. And mm-hmm. it is as such. Outlined on the permit is the demolition of the existing back-of-house maintenance facility, a demolition of the fitness center, demolition of the event lawn, and mm-hmm. demolition of the guest laundry facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, the permit also outlines the construction of the new 280,000 square foot 12 story replacement ownership building. There you go. So you can mm-hmm. go swing by and you can go see the permit in the plans. That's that type of thing. Uh, can you still go down and see them or are those blocked off? I because don't of- know where they are. They, um, I, they, they may be blocked off. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's probably pictures online. Yeah, there are. <clears throat> hey, guess what, kids? Disney Photo Pass releases complimentary photos of happily ever after fireworks shows. Here's some free photos of stuff that you haven't seen or, or an event that you weren't at. But, you know, uh, guests with a My Disney Experience account should be able to log into the app or the Disney Photo Pass website mm-hmm. to find new complimentary photos of happily ever after there are four wallpapers two each for desktop and mobile devices while you can see the photos uh there you should head over to disney photo pass resources above that to find the proper resolution for your device because you do not want to see these in the wrong pixel <laughs> did i say that correctly yeah. um did you see these did you go look at them yeah i did they're pretty cool yeah they were the stock photos that they released uh, from the press uh, release. They just released them to everybody now. We're not doing anything. Let's do something. What do we got? Uh, we got some pictures from Happily Ever After that we took four years ago. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody thought this was going to be live. <laughs> nope. It's from tape, people. Tape. Tape. It's live from tape. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Walt Disney World theme park uh, hours have been removed now through May 16th. So there are a lot of people that keep going on to the, like, My Disney Experience app and seeing when they have hours set up for. Uh, mm-hmm. And now they, they chop them back to May 16th. So mm-hmm. uh, as we all continue to monitor changes by Walt Disney World during the fun pandemic lockdown that we're living in, uh, we keep noticing that the park hours have been removed now through May 16th. As a reminder, if you have canceled vacations through the same, uh, at least through May 16th. Um, while there are plenty of speculations about a reopening date uh, for the theme park, please don't speculate until it's actually Disney's thing. Yes. Uh, or us. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I I love us, but I would wait for Disney to. Ah, uh, uh, first, oh. <laughs> first Disney accepting new reservations for June first and beyond. So that is a pretty good indication, but they could cancel them. So don't don't be betting on that. You know, uh, while this is not to be considered an open date, it appears to be fairly solid uh, internal date for reopening. Disney has started uh, this date since uh, late March. Yeah. Just probably when the bankroll runs out. Uh, second, a statement to cast members from Disney in an email showed that the company doesn't anticipate being closed for more than six months. Uh, this gives us a pretty good idea for the worst case scenario, uh, as imagined directly from Disney. Uh, finally, uh, they have removed park hours. The removal of the park hours are a final decision of sorts. That would show us best case scenario. Uh, by removing the theme park hours, Disney is committing to not being open for those days. Thank you, Captain Abby. <laughs> Uh, in reality, by monitoring the uh, monitoring, monitoring, can't read either. <laughs> uh, we can start to paint a picture of what, what Walt Disney is thinking. Let me really uh, We know that uh, theme parks won't be open before May 16th, thanks to the latest uh, hours update, and we know that Disney isn't anticipating being closed for more than six months. So. Yeah, something less than six months and something between uh, May 16th. That's what there we got. you go. <laughs> That's what we got. Something less than six and after May 16th. Yeah. <laughs> Your pick is anybody. And like so, I said, go to Facebook.com for the Disney Park Podcast and you can put your guess in. <laughs> so you're saying June's possible. <laughs> we have some great prizes we're giving away. So there if you, you want to win something. Uh, and assuming if we do have a tie, because there's a lot of people betting on the June first date, we'll pick somebody at random. Yeah. What day is June first? I think it, I want to say like a Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't see them opening on I don't see them opening up on a weekend. No. Because that'll be chaos. But then again, it'll be chaos because nobody's really working yet anyway. So, All right. Hey, kids. How about a little headline news? Oh, that's me. Oh, it could be me here. Hey, Bob Iger uh, joined the uh, NBA owners meeting to see if he can sell them the use of Walt Disney World as a bubble site. The heck does that mean? All right. You haven't heard this? Unfortunately, I have not. Okay. So the NBA, uh, the MLB, and uh, the NFL are thinking about creating what they're calling bubble sites. So, for instance, uh, for the NBA, they were thinking about putting them all up uh, in hotel rooms closest to ESPN, right. all of the teams in one hotel, and they would play their games uh, at ESPN and not have no audience, just the two teams and their coaches and players or whatever. And then they would go back and then, you know, get hosed off, sanitized, and put back in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Vegas was being used as another one. 
or maybe something for the NFL. And I don't know where baseball was uh, going, but that's what they were um, you know, trying to do with these bubbles. And so at least there would be some kind of sport to watch uh, yeah. because people are like freaking out that there's no sports on television. <laughs> well, here's what I don't and, understand. But the worst part, I think, is there's nothing to bet on. I think okay. all the, like, there's no fantasy football, there's no fantasy baseball, you know, they're all, yeah, I think it's more the betting thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, here's what I, here's what I'm struggling with. Don't most of the NBA players, the football players, and the baseball players, at least during the, the season, yeah. have a place to live? The Like, like I'm a Cleveland guy. Right. Yeah. All the Browns, at least during the football season, live within drive the Brown Stadium because that's where they practice. No, they practice in Berea, Ohio, which is not far away from Cleveland. But they 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 practice in Berea mm-hmm. and then they play downtown Cleveland. There's a stadium there. Mm-hmm. They don't have to have people in it, but they could do everything. Everything's there. The 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 stuff for the cameras is there. The lighting is there. But what's not there, there is all of the other teams. So they're going to have all the all teams. All of the Spot. NBA teams in one place. No. Yes. That's one thing. You, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah. All, like all of the NFL in one city. Uh, all of the... You know, MLB in one city. So they'd always go back to the same stadium, play their game, and then go back to their hotel or maybe a practice facility nearby, whatever. Okay. Yes, now you get it? Yeah. Yeah. So help me with this. There are 32 teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. That means there's. They would just play the games in rapid succession. Like every. There'd be two games a day, probably. They just they would just be playing games to get the season over. Because I'm sure the players would want to go home. I mean, what are they going to spend like six months in one city? Honey, yeah. uh, I'll be back in six months. Correct. Yeah. Where are you going, Disney? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bring me your Mickey bar, and then you can go. <laughs> wow. All right. I'd like to see how that's going to work out. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting if it happens. Yep. I'd like to see it happen here. I just want to see uh, what hotel they pick, you know, or hotels. You know, you know, ain't going to be the pop, and you know, ain't going to be the. the uh, Can you imagine like Shaquille O'Neal in a pop century bed? Shaquille O'Neal's not a. I'm saying, but somebody his size trying to sleep on a. He's got a custom bed at home. How the hell are we to fit on a. All the NBA players would be like, the heck, I'm not. I can't. I can't. The bed's – it's a six-foot bed, and I'm a seven-foot baseball player. I don't think that's a six-foot bed. Jeez, oh, Pete. That's just ridiculous. Can I get three more beds, please, so I can put them together? That's right. That seems a lot of extra work for no reason. And what's Bob Iger doing? Isn't this is – Well, it'll Bob, be money. Uh, no, 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 no. Isn't Bob Chapik the guy now? No, Bob and Bob are a team during this crisis. Oh, well, I haven't seen Bob Chapik do anything yet. I think Bob Iger is the one well, doing it. Maybe Chapik's working on the NFL and uh, uh-huh. something okay. else. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Next. 
right, so uh, Shop Disney has suspended uh, subscription boxes uh, program for at least this week. I think it's going to probably go for longer. I would not look for the subscription box for a while. I have a feeling they're, you know, they're just not putting a lot of people in the warehouses to be picking, packing, and shipping. So I think a lot of this is, you know, kind of going away. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. And maybe maybe the travel agents in the chat room can help me out. Is Disney still taking travel reservations? Uh, starting June first, yes, from what I think. And they're all working from home. The travel agents. Yeah. Yes. No. The the Disney travel people, not the agents. Yes, the Disney I, yes. travel. Those people are at home too. Okay, so Disney Vacation Club people are all working at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's nobody working in the Disney offices. Uh, I don't think so. Weird. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll let it go. Yeah. Uh, furloughed Din- uh, Disney cast members were imported into Florida's unemployment system. Now, <laughs> this is news, but they were not put in the front of the line. All they were done was their information was registered into the unemployment system. They still have to go online and file a claim like everybody else. It's just that their name, their address, their social, their phone, all that stuff was imported rather than having to go set that up. But like everybody else, they still have to be tortured and not get on the system. So don't, you know, don't get upset or mad. <coughs> wow. Uh, also, Bob Iger was added to the California task force to try and reopen the economy in California. Bob Iger, huh? <laughs> Bob Iger. Dear Disney, <laughs> what in the hell have you done with Bob Chapik? Is he in a box somewhere? Did you unplug him? <laughs> uh, can you reboot his animation, please? <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck in the Iger mode. Senior Vice President of Walt Disney World Resorts was added to the Orange County uh, Task Force uh, to reopen uh, the economy. That's uh, not Josh. That is... Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. It's uh, so we have somebody at the, the governor's uh, table and we have somebody at the Orange County table. Mm-hmm. Mm. Here's the hoping kid. Fingers crossed. Put your first. <laughs> all right. Anything else? No, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, my goodness. Well, guys, we thank you so much. If you're watching live every Monday night, we do this over at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Come join us. Uh, you can always find us over at Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up and get uh, get some extra entertainment for you. Uh, come find us. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, visit us at our home away from home, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com. It's got links to all of our show archives as well as blog posts and uh, all of our great friends and sponsors like our good friends, Disney uh, Destinations to Travel. Uh, You can uh, get in touch with them at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Uh, You can fill out a little form and one of their amazing travel professionals will be in touch with you to start planning your next vacation and it will not cost you a single dime. Anything else you want to add, buddy? Mm. 
All right. Thanks for being here. We will see you next Monday night, or we will see you the next time you download the show in your podcast catcher. And if we don't see you online, God willing in the creek, don't rise. We will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 